Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Man, it feels good to say that. It has been several months <laughs> since we have done a Character Corner Podcast. Uh, life has been busy. I'm trying to look at it now. Let's see. Ooh, man. The last one was actually end of October of last year, 2022, when we did She-Hulk. So we ended on She-Hulk. Um, Ooh. I know. It's been a minute. Um, what can I say? Life, life got to us, but we are trying to get back into a good schedule and bring these back. Like I said, um, in the character corner started off as honestly, just a reason for, for Deepom and I to, to talk about our favorite comic book characters, honestly. And, um, uh, it's still that, <laughs> and we still plan on, on doing that. Um, <laughs> we have, we, there, even before we ended last, uh, last year, there were a lot of things we had in the book. We still have to finish talking about some of the Hickman stuff, uh, we are not finished because we never did touch on the Hickman X-Men stuff at the beginning. So we want to go back and, and touch and finish that up so we can complete the Hickman series. But then there were also a bunch of things we were doing, talking around like comic book clubs, like and talking about comic book series because we've covered a lot of these characters and sometimes it's not enough to do a a whole new character corner on, on a new character, but there might be some story arcs or storylines that we want to cover and so that's what we're also going to start doing here on the character corner is going back and talking about some of our, our, our favorite characters, some of the characters we've already covered before, but maybe covering some of the, the more recent um, runs, right? Cause even, even when we do the character corner, I've noticed that usually it's usually we're really history focused covering more of the early yeah. days. And then when we get to the newer stuff, we kind of almost yada yada. Cause a lot of times one, it's the story still going on. So you know how it's going to go. Um, and two, we know that, you know, we want people to go out there and read these on their own. So, uh, I think now's a good time for us to go back and, and read some of this, stuff, especially around, uh, the early rebirth area. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I didn't realize how, how long ago that was when rebirth started. Oh, we're at seven years. Dude, seven years. Here, here's how I, and here's how, you know how I knew this I'm reading. So for this one, obviously you can see by the title, we're covering, uh, Josh Williams's flash run. So we're going to do the first 20 issues of that. Uh, I think that's the first three volumes, I want to say. Um, We're also going to throw in the Flash Rebirth special where Wally comes back. Yes. And uh, DC Rebirth, because that was one thing we covered, actually, historically, if you go to the archives, we covered DC Universe Zero Zero Rebirth, which was the return of Wally West, where you and I both expressed our trepidations, but very real hope for the future of DC Comics, and seven years later, holy shit, we were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The... um, I, I, I realize how late how, how how old this is now because while I was reading it, uh there are there are ads, so many ads in the back, um, that are covering the CW. So like I'm reading like the first or second issue of this run, and there's like a an ad for season two of Legend of Tomorrow. Uh there's another one that has an ad for season five of arrow and i was like holy shit this was a while ago <laughs> so that's how it kind of remind me how dated this is but yeah going to what you were saying yeah we were we were nervous coming into to rebirth for good reason right dc it felt like dc coming into another crisis um and if i remember correctly Doomsday Clock hadn't even really finished. No, Doomsday Clock hadn't finished. So we had been talking, they've been talking about doing Doomsday Clock and this whole thing of connecting this and, and, and some of the stuff that was going on in, 
and Watchmen and things like that, but like we weren't able to see. Chris, Clark hadn't started yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, but they they were telling us about it, and they were dropping telling oh, okay. it was going to happen, and then it was like, so where is it? And you're like, we're still working on it. We're still gonna, and it got delayed. And, so there was a lot of questions of like, okay, is this another one of those DC crises where things hadn't really been thought out? Right. Very real fear. And I'll say this. And while you're right, there were some probably editorial shifts that made things go a little longer than they could have. And we did get the resolution of the <clears throat> doomsday clock and death metal and all those things very much later than I think we probably planned to. I like the idea that there was a through line. Even if yeah. things got extended, they had to fill in some things. I like the idea that from the moment Wally hugs Barry, there's a fucking plan. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm with you. Like I love that. Yeah, there were some delays. Well, not only, not only was there a plan, and I think this is an important thing, not only was there a plan, but they followed through on the plan. Because here's the Desired thing. Because <laughs> this is the thing, right? Uh, like, DC is one of those people that always... The uh, DC is like the, the 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 friend that comes. He was like, "Hey, hey, 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 guys, hey, guys, new plan, <laughs> right? <laughs> new plan." And you're like, but "You know, you know what DC is?" I explained this a couple weeks ago to my friends. DC is three o'clock with your best friends in the morning. We should buy a bar. We should buy a bar. Right. Like, that's DC <laughs> every six months. Right, right. And then and and then when you wake up and the hangover's over the next day, and they're like, "So, guys, we're we're buying the bar, right? What what bar?" We can't afford a bar. What stupid idea is that? <laughs> now, a restaurant, oh, though. Man. A restaurant, though. We can do a restaurant, though. I'm like, but that's not what we... Okay. All right. All right. How about a farm? A farm? What are you, what are you even talking about? We don't farm. We don't... What are you doing? We, yeah, we've so... We've never farmed before. Why would we start farming? <laughs> Why would we put Superhero in the t-shirt? Right. I'm thinking, God damn... No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I refuse to use this time to bitch about this YouTube. I really... We're at, like, 10 years, though. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're over ten years since 2011 was. We're at 12 years, and guess what? Me and Chris were fucking right because rebirth came. Yo, rebirth only four or five years later. Mm -hmm. You fucking quitters. Mm -hmm. It was bad, but you could have stuck with it. <laughs> See it through. See it through. No stick to itiveness, and that's why I appreciate this run. Oh, when I'm reading issue one, and or excuse me, the rebirth issue, and it doesn't get resolved till the end, till I know the end of this run. Mm -hmm. With that family murder, mm -hmm. and it turns out, well, we'll get to it. We, I, this is gonna be weird talking about that spoiler because right. there's so much stuff that's seeded in these first twenty that doesn't pay off for such a long time. It, it felt like reading like a James Roberts uh, Transformers or like Chris Claremont X Men. Like it felt like someone who had a plan and a clear direction from Jump Street with this book. Well, I, I think that's the, the the clear thing we saw here. Right? Is that you know, we they gave a writer the time to tell their story and stick with that story. And and there are several other big events that happen in DC that tie into this and you we take some detours and things like that. And I'm with you. When I was reading through this and I remember when we first started, we were reading, I was like, Yeah, I mean it's good, but I'm still trying to figure out where they're going and I don't know. And I'm like, it's fine and stuff like that. But as you start getting the hints and you start seeing the connectivity, you're like, oh, you're basically doing like what Snyder and King and everybody else did where you're telling, you're allowing your story to, to, to grow and breathe, right? And so I liken the first 20 of this, and actually really, I would say the first volume, really. To me, the first volume 
is really us being reintroduced to Barry Allen. It's the reintroduction of Barry Allen, right? This is who Barry is, right? Barry, you know, uh, Barry is the one that, you know, sometimes has so much going on and wants to help people so much, he, he misses the forest for the trees. He, he rushes in sometimes, and he has a good plan, but it's not... It, it reminded me of some of the things we were saying about um, the beginning of this season of The Flash, where Barry rushed in and made a, made a, was making you know, uh, informed decisions, but was wrong about Red Death. And I was like, but that's, you know, I know people are going to upset up with that and say, oh, Barry's just fucking up again. And it's like, but that's so much Barry Allen. And then I went back and I was reading this, uh, this run and the beginning of these first 20 issues. And I was like, he does it so much here. There's so much going on. There's, he's running around and he's making informed decisions, but he's wrong. And it goes back to what you were saying about, um, the 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 family murder that we don't get a resolution to right then, but the end of that first issue is them basically saying, "Nope, the husband confessed. Barry Allen was wrong. Nice guy, but he had so much on him. He sometimes misses things, right?" And I think I feel like that defines where these first twenty go for introducing yep. us to Barry Allen, right? And I think it's a really smart way to do it because, again, you get like you said, we got to remember this is. There are so many things, and, and it also recentered the Flash as being a central part, an important piece of the DC universe and landscape, right? right. You know, understanding where it happened with Flashpoint and the changes that happened there, um, whatever happened, you know, Wally coming back and things being missing and understanding this. There's a moment in there, I can't remember uh, where in the first 20 it is, but when the shade he leaves and goes like, you know, tell your wife I said bye or something like that. You know, we're not married; we're just friends. Oh, my mistake. Right? It's it's little things like yeah. that. That's that's the thing that I really appreciate rereading this is that at no point does it feel like it feels like this is the first book, and maybe that's not true. Anything more about? But even since New Fifty Two, where it's like everything fucking counts, mm-hmm. and I think it means a lot that Williamson was the architect of metal. And helped write those big books because he was able to play with the dimensional shifting and the things of that nature within a book that it's natural before expanding it out in the larger universe. Right. Yeah. And like when Walt, when they come back and Walt's like, I can't talk to Linda. She doesn't even recognize me. And I can't go that with, do that with Iris. Like mm-hmm. it's just when Barry gets the flashbacks of snapping Thon's neck, which has never happened in the movie too. They're early on, they're very much like it's the, um, there's a Young Justice book that came out similarly around mid-time of this run, and at one point, a character who lives outside the universe was like, yeah, there have been seven crises, and names them all, and it's mm-hmm. ones you've read. And it's like, that's how many times reality's been reshifted. Like, they're openly addressing the stuff that we you and I like, quietly gross about. Which right. I think is really cool and a, an interesting decision. It made it gave the book more depth for people. If you've never read The Flash before, that's all very interesting. If you've read The Flash, you're like, it's... So... Right. And achieves both goals. Yeah. And, and, and again, to me, it's a, it's a nice, this was a nice reset of the universe. I know it wasn't the only reset. I know it was only, but to me, I viewed the start of Rebirth through the eyes of this book because it was important. It was between this and then later on the Batman, because this is also where you start getting the investigation into what actually happened, right? So they set up for well, the this, and then Wally and Titans because the yeah, sure, right, you're right, you're right. The the wall, the, and then the this leads is the button in the first twenty. 
No, it's in the next. So we come under the okay. button soon. So the button is going to be next. So what happens at the end of this 20, that's when they start, they want you to hop over to start looking at Batman and things like that. But I like it because in the, I think in the first issue is when you have that uh, sit down with, uh, you have the, the uh, Barry running over to talk to Bruce. And they mention about the letter that he had uh, given Bruce at the end of Flashpoint, right? Uh, from his father, Thomas. Uh, there's the, the thing about, and something that sometimes we don't think about is, you know, when, when Barry's talking about him, it's like, everyone sees, thinks of Bruce as a detective, but to me, he's always been a scientist. He uses forensic evidence to solve cases, and so I've always felt like we were kindred spirits, you know? And I'm like, huh, that's, that's true. I didn't think of it. We always think about the world's greatest detective, but Barry's a forensic scientist, and we see Batman as a detective using forensic science all the time. Wait, that makes sense that they would talk shop, right? Because like the next slide was like, I haven't stood this still in years talking with Bruce. We wanted to tell, uh, I'm trying to see, because there's somewhere in here talk, talk, talk about the fact of like, hey, just sitting there and talking shop, right? The fact that there's that moment of him just standing there looking and he doesn't move. And you're like, hey, for Barry to stand still, it's a lot. It's it's very much the Jeff Johnsonification of Barry when they brought him back for New 52 in Rebirth. Jeff was very concerned with flushing out the idea that was Barry. So for for Barry Allen, for a long time, for a lot of us, he was just the patron saint of the Silver Age. He was the end of the Silver Age. He was the beginning. He was uh, Showcase 56. He was Crisis 7. It was, mm-hmm. he was more a symbol than anything else. And so when they brought Barry back for good after Final Crisis, which was a lie, um, <laughs> it became very much important to ground him in what the evolved in New York DC universe. They explored the relationship with Al and that they were both cops. It's like he, one at least he's like I hated Hal Jordan. He was flashy, he was loud. But then I heard him talking to his ring and realized he and I are both cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the fact that they're able to find that same similarity with Bruce, where Bruce is fucking not a cop, very much not cop, but he is a scientist. He right. is a detective. He's someone who Barry can relate to on that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and and also the fact that you know when you established and and it really kind of stands out the fact that Barry being a forensic scientist helps him with how he uses his powers. It also is one of those things that kind of make you also think about like just in general of, of Barry having his powers. And we'll get into this when we get to flash war and things like that, you know, Hey, Barry sometimes is also limited by the fact that he's still a scientist with superpowers. So he still wants to have like the forensic scientist answer to how things work, where in general, it's kind of like, yeah, but sometimes you just got to go with the flow, dude. Sometimes it just, it just works, right? Sometimes, sometimes you, you got like August, man. You sound like August. What? Well, no, no, no. What I mean, I don't mean just, just, <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean, hey, don't you want to just snap a criminal's neck and say, fuck it? Like, I ain't talking about that level. I'm talking more along the lines of like how the Wallies use their powers and things like that of like, just do it, man. Like, yeah, we can make her like, that moment when Well is at, yeah, I need a, I need a new suit. I'll just make it. And Bear's like, I forgot we could do that. Yeah, man, could you get your head in the books, man? You gotta just go with it sometimes. Go with the flow, right? Not criminally yeah. with like snapping people's neck and stealing their speed. I'm just but, saying, right, 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 right. But I hear you, right? But it's that. But I think also having again, I think you know the whole thing with August and Godspeed was also a good thing, right? So this is the other thing too, and the Flash TV show has learned this as well is. 
we know, and we, you know, this is not, the, you know, we shouldn't, this is not really a spoiler. I think this is us talking about this, and we've talked about this run enough times. I think most people that are listening to us have probably, you know, read this run themselves too. So, you know, it all goes back to Thawne. But here's the thing. During this first 20, I think it's, I think it actually is issue 20 that Thawne is finally, like, freed when he gets struck by that lightning bolt, and that's it. It talks about how I, he remembers everything. That's it. We go 20. We got 20 issues without Thawne, and we know it all comes back, but starting with Godspeed and giving that contrast, I think really built up Barry so that we can then later on when we get Thawne go, oh, I get it, right? You get, you get, a, you get a way to tell a Thawne-Barry story without having Thawne there, right? You get to see right. you know, all the stuff that Barry's gone through. He's very close to, very similar to what you know, August went through and how August did it, and you get to see how August gives in and doesn't have, isn't that way. And Barry's like, no, we can't do that. You know, like, um, when, when they, when they go back and they're talking and this is before, uh, August, they had that flashback and August talking before you turn Godspeed with your power and your knowledge of forensics, no one would know. It'd be the perfect crime. Never crossed my mind. Not even for a second. A second is a long time when you have our speed, August, but I never once thought about killing zoom. He took my mom and in a lot of ways he took my dad. But then killing someone changes you. And if I know that, and I know that if my mom were alive, she wouldn't want that for me. You're too good to be true, Barry Allen. If I were in your, your shoes, I don't know if I'd have the, your kind of willpower, right? And I think, to me, that's why I say that this is the reintroduction of Barry Allen. Setting the tone for what we know Barry Allen to be is what, Williamson does in these first 20. Here's the thing. We also don't even get the rogues. So basically what Williamson does is he takes away all mm-hmm. of the things that we, we, we think we know about the flash. The rogues see all those new speeches like time to fucking go. We don't need to be in such a city. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. We out. Time to, time Yo, to pack start, start talking television. Like, all right, pack your shit. What? Pack your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Time for us to find a new place to be. We ain't got to be here. Uh, Thawne is locked up at this point, right? And so now you have Barry. And, and, oh, and the, oh, sorry, not to step on that, yeah. but another thing is, up until this point, particularly in New 52, the Flash runs alone. Right. And that had been a big thing. Yeah. And so another thing that Williams does immediately is says, what if he was the opposite of Thawne? What if there's just too much goddamn speed? Yeah. And I love, I, and it turns him into the thing we talked about, if you guys listen to our uh, flash television podcast. He turns into Barry the teacher immediately. Mm-hmm. Barry the coach, Barry the the person to lean on. But he's also learning from Mina. He's learning from the. I I love the beginning of this run so much, especially yeah. when you juxtapose it with how I feel about the new future run. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 the reset. It's the reset that we all wanted. But it's the it's the reset that also said, but all that mattered before too. We're going to take all that stuff in and we're going to, we're not going to completely erase it because you got the whole thing with Wally and, and, and his uncle slash father, right? And, and Daniel, yeah, uh, yeah. and Daniel West. Like, so we have all those things that still happen. But when Wally shows up, we know that we've also missed some time, meaning that all the other things that we know have happened that, that Barry doesn't run alone. And, it, it, and that's another thing, too, that I think is really important to me because. 
And I think there's another, you know, you know, not to go too much into, you know, what's going to happen in this Flash TV show. I mean, the Flash <laughs> movie and, and things like that. But it's like, I'm hoping, well, I don't, I'm not hoping because I don't have any expectations, but I, I can see them making the same mistakes that they've made with, with Batman in the movies, which is this idea that, like you said, Batman runs alone. Or Batman, Batman's a solo dark character and he, he runs solo and the Flash runs alone. I was like, well, actually, no, you have a Bat family. These are the two characters in DC that you literally say the Bat family, the Flash family. Like, they are the opposite of solo characters. Like, it would be like having Green Lantern and pretending like there's no Green Lantern Corps. But it's also, you know, it's even funnier. Like, as we're talking about this, I'm, I love doing this with you because I start to, my brain starts to really percolate on these things. There was no Flash family till Walt. Right. Right. For so, the Silver Age, it was Barry Allen and his ankle turned to crystals. <laughs> of it. And that's probably, I'm telling you right now, that's an issue. I know. Um, I know it is. I uh, know. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone listening is like, ah, good one, Deepal. No, happened. no, that's um, not. But with, with Wally, it became this idea of flashes running together. And you saw the beginning of it when Wally does come back and says, you need to change your suit. You're no longer Kid Flash. You're Flash. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning. And then with Wallace, or who they later call Ace, which is a great little, how do you get around two Wallies? Cool. You change one of their names. <laughs> Done. And when we get, by the time Wally's full, Wallace, excuse me, is fully in the Kid Flash place, we've put Godsey behind bars. We've got the hints of Thawne. Wally comes back for a visit. And then we get the shade. So as we say, hey, we're going to change everything you know about the Flash for nine issues. Slowly, those building bursts are getting put in place. Because something people don't remember is that when Wally started as Kid Flash in the 60s and 70s, he didn't know Barry's identity either for a while. Mm-hmm. They do a, it's, it is the way I get mad at Superman Returns for being just a, a, a rehash of Superman 1. This is a love letter in the best way. This is homage in the strongest sense. This is seeing what came before, tipping your cap, and then pushing the ball forward all at once. Whereas a lot of those things, it's easy to get stuck in the mire and the muck of nostalgia. This says we're taking everything away and we're going to slowly rebuild it. So throughout the course of this book, you're going to get those flash Exit ramp. You're gonna get Flash, the Wally, the Barry and Iris conversation of the identity. You're gonna get Wally learning who Barry. It's it's, and you can see it coming, and that's the fun of it. That we know there's a run coming. We know where it's going. We don't know how we're gonna get there. And I think that's a lot of the fun in the first twenty issues. Well, and there, and there's also a lot of like you said. You know, we we talked about this when the the first Flash we did like might have been like our second second character corner ever was on Wally. Because we were like, that's our Flash. Mm-hmm. Wally West is our Flash. And so we were very upset for a while that Wally West did not exist in DC. Very, very pissed at that. Because for better part of 30, almost 40 years, Wally West was the fucking Flash. Right? That was... Oh, from, ni- from the day Barry died in 86. You're right. Yeah. It's like, it was ridiculous. So I then, think it was 2009. Yeah. It's ridiculous that they try to erase that. Right? So it's it's like, come on, guys. And so even with this in, in this run, you get hints of that, right? You get certain things like you know, the whole thing was with the new uh uh with the new speechers and and what Godspeed was doing, 
the ability to steal speed. Well, going back to what you were saying, right? Well, that's one of the things that came out of and sharing speed and things like that. That was the whole thing behind terminal velocity when when Wally mm-hmm. understood what the speed force was. Can you remember before Wally, there was no we didn't know what the speed force was, right? Now we've gone and gone back and re- retconned it and things like that. But like up until the Wally Ret- uh, West runs, there was no such thing as a speed force. Do you get that in terminal velocity? Shout out to Mark Wade. Hmm? Yeah. Right? Do you Shout get that? Out to Mark Wade. You, you get that. And I remember, never forget because it's, 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 it's Mark Wade, it's terminal velocity. And I believe that's also when you're dealing with Savitar, right? And one of the ways yep. that you, the way that they beat Savitar is Wally and the Flash families, Jay, it's, uh, I think it might be Impulse, it might be uh, Max Mercury. Like, oh, they share speed. Jesse. Yes, they share Jesse's speed. There too. They share speed so that Wally can be fast enough to beat Savitar. So here, you have this whole idea of when we run together, we, we have a connection to the speed force and I can either steal that speed or share it among the other, the other, um, the other speedsters I'm connected with. You have this idea of when, when uh, Wally uh, meets uh, Wallace for the first time as a flash and shows up and that explosion goes off and, and uh, Wally's able to vibrate at the same frequency to, to steal the speed from the explosion to say, well, he's like, how do you do that? It was like, yeah, I can still speed, right? It's like, wait, what? That's what I thought. I, I thought that's what the evil speechers do. It's like, now nah, you'll learn, kid. And so, even in that hint right there, you get this hint of, hey, Wally actually knows more about the speed force than Barry does, because or at least he knows about it differently. Differently, differently, right? Um, and so it's like, hey, that's a, again another good callback to this idea of. Wally being the Flash for so long and how we get so like I'm with you. It's like it's it's great to see it almost as a homage and not forgetting where you are. And it's a great example of how you can bring all this complicated history because again you have speedsters throughout time and all this other crazy shit going on. How do you bring it all together? And it's like this is how you do it, and and it makes for a great first twenty to give you that introduction. Of what's happening, which even when Mina kind of quote dies, right? And Barry's like, mm-hmm. "Wait, that reminds me of I've been through this before. I've gone through this, and like something having that familiar feel, right?" And so, like all of that, I think just makes sense. And I, I like how they, I like how they did it. Um, even the hints of when Wallace is on the Teen Titans, and Barry's like, oh, I, "I can tell he's been running with the Teen Titans, right?" Got to keep your, keep your school. Keep your keep your keep your grades up while you're doing this too. You got to do both. And you're just like, huh? Yeah, that'd be a kid flash thing. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like all of that just kind of comes together, and it just feels like a great storytelling. And then, like you said, toward and then towards the back half of this first twenty, I think around like what fifteen uh, or fourteen or fifteen is when you then re- go bring back the rogues, right? The the actual rogues. fourteen, I think it is. Yeah, you bring back the actual rogues, and they're they're one the one final heist so at this point you've really established barry you've established uh that he's not running alone they all these other things going on he's actually started dating iris again right Mm -hmm. um and so now you start getting that familiar feel because even when you start this i really like 13 too when uh they go on the date and it's a very wallace feature right And and that's what i'm saying it's like before then, it was just Iris and Barry, just friends, and that's what he's dating somebody else. And 
all this other stuff. But then Shade makes that comment, and you can tell it kind of triggers something. And, and Barry going like, "Let me ask her out on a date. Let me wait. What are, what are we doing, right?" And so you start getting this really familiar feel to where things should be at because it just. And we talked about this, like New Fifty Two. It wasn't just that it was you know changing things up, but they they really I'll just be honest, they really fucked up some some known relationships. Like there was that thing of. And I didn't know this until we did we we did the character corner, but like the fact that you know Green Arrow and Black Canary hadn't even really didn't date didn't really know each other. You're just like what? How do right. how do you how do you have a whole universe in that? Those are that, that, those are core to the characters. That that's a it, it goes back to the thing that Wally says when he when he came back. He said someone took years from us, but they took something else too. Right and. We'll talk about it later when we eventually do Doomsday Clock, but this the mini arc with Shade, hope is gone. Hope is missing. And I thought that that was really poignant and telling as far as the differences in this universe. And while some of us were screaming it and DC was doubling down and saying, no, this is our new future, this is forever, I liked that they had the meta commentary of the characters and were like, something's been off. Something doesn't feel right about us. And that was a larger concern of the comic buying populace at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, it's an important thing to kind of pull that stuff together. It's just like all of this stuff. It just, it felt very familiar. Even the, the fight between Godspeed and, and, and Barry with him being faster than Barry and things like that. It, it, at some point, I was waiting for him to say, "I'm here to make you a better hero." You know, I was, I was waiting for, <laughs> I was, I was getting the Zoom vibes. I was just like, "Oh!" But again, even us feeling that right and being able to th- to say, "This feels," I know it's the same, and it, and it was, a, it was a different Flash, but it's like that feels the same. And I'm like, "Oh!" Um, when Barry's, uh, when uh, Wally says, "Hey," you know. You know, I tried to talk to Linda and she doesn't remember me. So it's like that went poorly. And he was like, somebody just didn't take Linda from me. It took my family. And I was like, again, I'm thinking Zoom did that too. He took your family. Mm-hmm. And just like all of that stuff coming together, it just, it just makes for, it, it pulls you into the story because it feels familiar and it doesn't feel like they're kind of throwing things away. Right. And, and I thought that was good. Right. And, and again, and, and it centers around a lot of things too. I think that were important that, it's and it's the thing we say all the time about why people always talk about why do, why why is DC so Batman heavy and we're like because they're it's probably the most Marvel character they have because it makes you he's they made you care about a rich billionaire who dresses up as a bat and runs on his he has no superpowers he's just a rich billionaire how is it that people can relate to this dude right and it's like oh because when you start finding out and really looking into who Bruce Wayne is you're like. There's a, there's a humanity there. You understand where Bruce is coming from and his feelings and things like that. You get the same thing here with Flash. How do you make someone who has godly speed, right? Like that's the mm. thing that is. I, I think that I I really liked about the other thing I really liked about this reintroduction of Barry Allen is here's someone who has godly speed, but it's still late, <laughs> right? He still well, shows a late to work. trick him into being late in Central City with the Rogue dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is the perfect encapsulation of he's always late. Yep, yep. You know how how do you how how do you have so much speed that you can literally be om- almost in two places at once 
and do all this stuff and still somehow end up being late. And you see it here because again, being Barry Allen is also important here. And Barry Allen, unlike and unlike what they did with the Batman books, when sometimes you can just go away and it's nothing but Batman, right? Bruce Wayne, it's a lot of times yeah. doesn't matter. Even you know, sometimes even in the Snyder run and another thing, and, and and Tom King run, even when, you know it should be Bruce, sometimes still falls secondary. Here, you're you're getting the struggle of Barry trying to balance the idea of being the Flash and also being Barry Allen. Being a CSI, being, uh, you know, a friend to Iris, being, you know, his de- again, we have the thing of now, you know, we started this, we started this off with um, Zoom is in prison and Barry's dad is free. So now you get this thing where Henry is like, hey, I'm making up like when, when he's telling the, the dad jokes at, at the at breakfast and go and embarrassing <laughs> uh, Barry. And he's just like, come on, dude, I'm making up for lost times. I got to embarrass myself some kind of some kind of way. And you're just like, huh. Wow, you got to balance all this stuff here. But then when his dad is like, he, you know, Wallace doesn't know and Iris doesn't know that you're the Flash. He's like, yeah, he was like, come on, son. You know, you, you know. Yo, Wally tells him that. Everyone tells him that. Yo, you need to tell him. Right. Like, Wally's like, hey, man, um, you guys are friends? What's going on here? Yeah, you're you're lying. It's, you're being a lie. It's all, all bad. Yeah. But it, it's like, this, this, to me, it's in, it, we say this all the time. This is how you slow down the speedster, right? God, so well, well, well put by you because that just changed my opinion on some of the on one of the later arcs. Yeah, and and you just changed my opinion on it. Yeah, because yeah. that's what it is. It's like you have to. It, it's it's the Superman problem. Like, okay, this dude's invincible and he has all these. So, what? The, well, how the fuck do you tell a humanizing story? How do I relate to him? Like, we know we can, right? We've seen really great stories like that, but the, the Flash, it's like. This is a dude that can literally have it all. And I think that there's so many of these conversations, like that conversation with, with, with Wallace. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You have all this speed and you still don't fucking see, like, what are you, how are you lying to Iris? How can, how are you doing this? Right. Um, when he's talking to August and the fact that he even says, he's like, uh, like when I, I read that, story, that, 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 uh, time when they were sitting there, he was like, I should have seen it coming. What August was capable of even before it turned to, to Godspeed. It's like, mm-hmm. He's he's got all this speed, but sometimes still slow. It's why I think this is why we are less harsh on the the Flash TV show because we'll see and everybody's going like that's dumb. How can I see the coming? And we're just like hmm, but that's Barry Allen, and like this really highlighted it that this is what it is, and it's the thing that makes him, you know, it's the thing that that it's just a, honestly it's Achilles' heel, and like you said, it culminated with the Rogues pulling off that that heist. They were like, "Cool, we we know him. We're gonna he's gonna rush in. So what if we just aren't there, <laughs> right? What if we get him out of not just out of really out of the country, while we go and pull the heist we need to and do something that he doesn't think we're gonna, ever gonna do? We split up. Last heist, and I love that the only person who figures out what happened is Snart. Like right before Barry gets them all, he's like, God." Damn, Damn it, Roy! You we were so, so close, close. <laughs> right? What are you? What are you talking about? It's like, dude, if you, you you never have been able to stop him. That's why. And again, I love the thing about Snart too, just about how, and Barry even mentions like how smart he is. Like you could have been, you could have had so much other stuff, and, he, and Snart's just like, yeah, but stealing's fun, right? I I, I think that's where the rogues have become. And we I know we did 
the Rogue War where we compared the Flash Rogues to Batman Rogues and to Spider-Man Rogues. And I said the Flash Rogues are some of my favorite. Because at the end of the day, if you take if you just go with the actual main rogues, like we just here to steal. <laughs> like there's there's no grand scheme. There's no we're about chaos. It's not you know it's not about I'm gonna get a revenge. It's like, hey dog, there's a lot of money involved in here. We like we like taking school. I love the end of sixteen when he's taking down all the rogues and he's just him and Wally or him and Bear. Excuse me. You know, it was never about the money for me. My prize was finally pulling a fast one on the flash. Mm-hmm. I mastered my Colga by taking it apart and putting it together constantly. I memorized its every piece. To beat you, I did the same. I remember every fight, every battle. I took apart our history and put it back together until I knew you as well as I know my Colga. And I knew the flash always beats the road. So when the throws to the road were out stealing money, I broke into the Star Labs and got the parts to something else to master. Like that's that. that yeah. That's why I love the fucking road. Yeah. Because yeah, let's go rob people. But it starts like I knew they're gonna fuck. Right. I, I had all <laughs> the faith in the world that my family. Like one thing that Mary pointed out was like, "Hey man, think about the rogues. You guys aren't friends. You guys aren't teammates. You're fucking family. I knew you'd never leave the other. You're not. You're not wrong. We are. Yeah. <laughs> I know our family, and they are a bunch of." Fuck off! Right. So I built this fucking gun because I knew you'd be a fucking problem. Like, so, like, bravo, yeah. Leonard Snart. Like, he's one of my favorite builds because he's just like he gets it all. He's like, look, I'm here to rob shit, and the place I like to rob shit, the place I grew up, I will not be run off by this hero. Right. It's so fact though, I need to figure out a way to beat this motherfucker, and if that means grabbing a family and a cold gun, then guess what? We grabbing a family and a cold. Yeah, it it's 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 great to me because it's like he's like. He's like the Batman of villains, right? He's like, hi, prep I'm a time, baby. Prep yeah, time. yeah, yo, don't give Leonard Snart prep time because then it's gonna be a fucking problem, right? But, but again, his weakness, you but, up. but his weakness is family, right? Like, because again, everybody, what, else, what, everybody how, how does the Flash actually beat them? Actually, the Flash doesn't. What happens is he doesn't want he stops Lisa from trying to shoot the the Flash, like. That's not what you want to do. Because again, family. Right? It's it's that thing. You know, it's this is this this first 20 is the reintroduction of the Flash, but it's also the reintroduction of the Flash family. And I would say, and it's so funny that we're doing this now when we're watching this final season of the Flash, because what is the Flash been saying? We're family. Even bringing the the rogues in that he has now as family, I'm like, if you think about it, the Flash's rogues are also his family. You know, there's that moment when I think it's um, Wolf is make, saying it, and I think even, uh, I don't know if it's a, a random cop or it's, it's Iris saying, hey, you got, you know, you know, are you getting soft for the rose? You kind of like him. He's like, no. And I'm like, but you, you kind of are, though. Barry, like, they're part of your family. You've been through too much, right? You know, you, 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 you know them like they know you. You know that, hey, you don't really want to kill. That's not what you guys do. Even to the point of, you can almost hear, like, when he's taking down the um, sandblaster and the other rogues, he's like, you can almost hear the hint of, I kind of miss them. I kind of miss those other rogues. I kind of miss, I kind of miss the proper villains. At least they had better names. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, at least they had better names. And also, I miss the proper villains. I miss, I miss the ones that had rules. Mm -hmm. They had rules. They had a code, you know, and, and again, that code and rules made them, dangerous but also made them predictable but it also meant that there was an understanding of you know okay you you it's 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 like the less um 
less deadly version of that scene in Heat between De Niro and Pacino. It's like, you know, you, t- you, you know, you you do what you do best. I do what I do best. You know, I take down scores. You do you do your best to top people like me who take down scores. You're like that's what it feels like between the rogues and particularly Snart and Barry. Is that right? And so, yeah, man. No, I I I really uh, t- so to me, it made sense to end this this first the, the first three volumes why with the rogues and then also the freeing of of, of Zoom. Of, of Thawne, right? Mm-hmm. Like that really then kind of sets up for the rest of the run and bringing everything together. But like you needed that baseline first to get everything in place. And I don't think you get that if you, you jump out the gate with the rogues and Thawne, right? You get, you get a really understanding of who Barry is, what the universe is. And also that there's this missing time, kind of like we're missing time now because we're doing this on daylight savings time. And I just have to say, fuck everyone. I'm so mad, I'm so mad that I lost an hour. I, I'm still mad. I lost an hour of time for this. It's the dumbest thing we do as human beings. Like nobody else, nothing else on the planet understands daylight savings time other than human and not even all humans. Like it's like a group of us have got together and decided, Hey, 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 wouldn't it be nice if on the weekend, you lost an hour. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't you wouldn't, wouldn't you wouldn't you want less time on your on your weekends? Yes. Sorry. As you guys can tell, I'm very upset about this. So um <laughs> Y'all saw me just lay out for a little bit. Yeah, just I, I had to get it out. I had, to, I had to get it out. I just just But I, I love I love like even like going back little things in this run, the there's a the first issue of the rogues um arc. There's a flashback with Barry thinking back on old encounter with the rogue. Yeah. In that flashback, he's wearing the old suit. Yeah. And it's things like that where you're like, oh, that's just lazy art. And you're like, wait a second. This is Joshua Williams telling you immediately everything counts. Yeah. Everything happened. Everything matters. And not only that, but and, we talked about this. Like, I love that old suit. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful. Like, I, I did not come here to. Barry Caesar, my friend. Yeah. Just... I came here to celebrate these 20 issues. Yeah. My only. the. The only thing I have a problem with these 20 issues is the various suit. I just don't like the extra lines. I get kind of like, you got the toys to play with them, but you see the restraint with the wall, with both Wally suits. Mm-hmm. You see the restraint with, Go- with Godspeed, with Mina's suit. Like, there's a way to do this without doing that. And part of it is going to be later on when there are so many speeches on the page, it makes the, the flash in that more. I had one of my graphic artist friends taught me through like kind of these things, and I was like, all right, that does make sense. And it shows that as we want, the Flash family to grow. We want him to stand out still, yada, yada, yada. It's the same, the Mace Windu, purple lightsaber in a crowd. But here's the thing. I don't have to like it. Yeah, here's the thing. Change everybody else's fucking suit. <laughs> right? <laughs> change, change. So I, I hear you. I, 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 listen, listen. Make these niggas look like Tron that, Rejects. Yeah, right. That, that's, the Flash that's, alone. That, that, that's logical. That's logical. Very logical. I'm just saying, change everybody else. Right? Just, you know, uh, I get you. I, <laughs> I hate you. I, I get it. I, you know, I'm not here, but I'm with you. Like, it's, but you know you're right. It's like this idea of, I love this idea of, of you know this. It, it's just the first twenty to me are the setup for how this run goes, and it's a, this love letter could kind of also say everything matters. This is the center of the universe. You need to be paying attention to what's happening here, and we're going to be explaining a lot and going through and really setting up for, um, you know, telling one of those flash stories that connect every. This is what it is to me. Like we. 
we've read so much Flash between Barry and Wally and things like that, and this to me starts connecting all of those pieces together. It's the culmination of all those years and pulling all that stuff together and going forward from there. I mean, even you know, the stuff that we didn't like and didn't really read that much, the, the Daniel West stuff and pulling that stuff in with, with through through Wallace, right? It's like, hey, this is, you know, I this is how you tell the story. This is how you don't forget your past and go forward um, with telling a new story, you know? Because mm-hmm. even, even here, internally, you made that cohesion. Like when August says, I remember the black hole symbol spray painting outside my brother's body, and I know how the story is. And I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, like, even from those jumps, like, it's a thon story. Like, that's the, the beauty of all of this, is it turned out to be a goddamn thon story. The mm-hmm. whole fucking right. thing. Right. I know. I know. The whole thing's a thon story. I know. And that's the <laughs> And thing. it's so mean. And I think when you frame it through those lens, it gets even wilder, which is why when people are like, oh, I didn't like these parts of guys. The whole of the Joshua Williamson run is a thon. fucking mess. Yeah, it's a thon story. And how he pulls it back together and pulls it in and, and oh. you, go, you go back and we'll get to that point, but like you're just like, wow. Yeah. And again, it, the, the thing that makes it so great is that it's a thon story that thon is only mentioned as as the thing that Barry has already defeated. Until that He's issue a 20. Movie. It's a horror movie. He is the thing that you don't see, but it's creeping on every corner. Well, I actually know. I think that he's the he's the he's the horror villain villain behind the corner that you've already defeated. Because he's locked up. Oh, it's it's a sequel. It's a sequel to a horror. Right. It's a sequel. It's it's the <laughs> this sure is, day. Yeah. It's it's the end of Halloween when you think that the Michael's in the is trapped in the in the in the house at the end and and it's all burning down. You're like, so it's finally over, right? And then you get to issue twenty. That lightning hits Thawne, and Thawne's like, I remember everything. I'm gonna kill you, Barry. Matter of fact, I'm gonna first go to Bruce first. I'm gonna, you know, his father put a hole in my head, so now let me go visit. Yo, his that was the shit. He wakes up. Oh, that sucked. Killed again. <laughs> right. God damn it, Thomas. Now I'm gonna kill your fucking son. son. Yeah. And just was like, yeah, Barry. That's a whole other thing. That's. This thing with Bruce, just a lark. Just something I felt like doing. Yeah. No, Barry, you're my. I got problems. I got plans for you. Yeah. This is, this is something I'm doing. This is a game. Yeah, I'm going to go whoop Batman's ass. I'm going to go. It's like wh- other Barry. It's other Barry from Archer. Yeah. This, no, it's just a goof. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 going to go. I'm 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 going to go whoop Batman's ass real quick. We'll, we'll get to that. But I, yeah, that was still. Yeah. Um, Yo, yeah. over time. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like. Damn, <laughs> that was fucked up. But uh, anyway, um, that's the proof that Bruce can take an ass with. Like everyone, oh Bruce, yeah, Bruce, now Bruce. One of his powers is I'm gonna let you. Whip my ass. <laughs> yeah, he's a Rocky oh, Balboa. You, you go, you go and enjoy whipping my ass. <laughs> you gonna get tired from whipping my ass. Yeah, um, you, you know what? You are gonna be exhausted beating my. It's rope and dope. That's it's not that's, dope. That's, it's just. Let him hit me. Maybe, maybe thought will tire himself out. That, is, that, is that how you? That's how you build in prep time. You build in prep time by whooping my ass. No, no. I may be getting my ass kicked, but I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the second, the second you open it up, it's over, motherfucker. Like, you're sitting there considering. Like, come on, man. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Jeez. Oh man. So, all right, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to because so the next, well, probably the next three. I got, I got to see what, what the next three or so because we also have to take a detour over over into Batman Land. To talk about the button. I think they might capture them both in the next volume. Edition. They might. I'm not sure. I read individual issues because I am a 
I find my ways. But yes. And um, um, we'll figure it out because that crossover is getting read in this book. Because yeah. even at the end of that all flash issue where we get Jay's helmet, like there's yeah. very like, right. The when he's like, he's like with all, with all, you're like, yeah, ah, motherfucker. Yeah, when he's, when he's like, all the stuff that happened and some of it was bad, but he's like, there was one thing I saw at the end that gave me hope. And you're like, because again, you, you, you keep forgetting. You're like, oh, wait, yeah, we don't have Jay. We don't have Impulse. Like, this is literally well, the so rebirth. of the things that you and I talked about when we did the, um, I think it was Scott Snyder's Batman run, is that like, when the New Fiction started, some of these books got treated differently. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Batman, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Flash, well, Superman, well, yeah. Wonder Woman for the better. But like it just mm-hmm. felt like very disjointed. And then for them to come back and go with these two properties that yes, one of them changed a fucking lot, but one of them rolled out an Eisner Award winning run of 52 issues between Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo. Capullo. So like to use those two characters who obviously were pointing into the flashpoint, but to bring back this idea of the button and the idea of yeah, this thing that you guys killed that he stabbed in Flashpoint, he can't really kill Thor. Like, he's a universal, he is a multiversal, t- atemporal factor that seems to be recurrent. And they deal with that later on the run as well. But the idea that Thorn, that the Flash is the most important book in the universe at this time, is one that is completely justified and completely validated throughout the run. Yep. Yep. So... Anyway, so we're going to look forward to talking about this. As you can see, we're very excited to talk about The Flash and um, this run. So we've been talking about it for a while. We are back. Uh, I'm hoping that we're going to do another one of these in about two weeks. So we're trying to get a every two-week schedule. These are See, these are a lot easier to do when we do characters. When we do characters, we got to start doing the research here. we got the research already for us. You just got to start reading. So this is a lot easier. Um, Rereading because yeah. we've read this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've read it several times. So... Um. Yeah. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk more uh, about this Williamson run. And uh, good. Glad to be back. And I hope you guys are enjoying. So make sure you guys subscribe. Character Corner on iTunes, Twitter Radio, and Spotify. And we will be back soon. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.